Oh, you swallow your gum? I swallow my gum. It's probably just like the laziness coming out of me, but I'd rather just like quick swallow it like a pill instead of going and walking to a random trash can in the corner. I didn't think it was that weird. I really don't. Gum is candy. Like, yeah, there was always those myths. Like parents always tell you those myths. Like you're gonna have a bubblegum tree in your body or something. No, because there's also, what are those books that people read in elementary school? It's like a fun fact book that it's in like every elementary library. Uh, but anyways, there's that in there. And then there's also... Oh, cracking your knuckles. How, yeah. Like, my mom gets like so that. mad at me when I crack my knuckles. That's not true. And I, I tell her that. She's just like, I don't and care. I don't crack my knuckles. It's not like I like doing that, but it's not true. Oh, uh, during mass all the time is always the one person that cracks his knuckles and everyone starts cracking their knuckles. It sounds d- disgusting. Such a community building experience. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, we can't lie. We've all been a part of it. We've all done it. Oh, yeah. I know, I know I have a couple of times. But it's not like I even do it because I want to do it. It's just like I hear it and I'm like, oh. Yep, knuckle I'm, crack time. Yeah, I'm not even one to like crack my knuckles all the time, but like you'll hear the couple people and I just do fiddle with my fingers a little bit then. Just yeah. see if something happens. I don't know. It is it is a good time. Speaking of other myths, <laughs> bears don't actually hibernate. I read that. So I like was looking it up and I'm like, what? What? They do hibernate, but it's not like they just leap for the entire time. Well, and we're taught that bears will then go into a cave and they just like sleep for months. Yeah, no, they just like sleep for a little bit, you know, they don't just stay in there the the whole time. I, I googled it and the actual like science definition of hibernating is that they just have to eat less basically and they like don't pee as much, so yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for the facts. Probably heard that on your yeah, science your podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is episode two, so big time. Episode big time. one, technically. Oh, you're right. The yeah. first one was a pilot episode. Which people came up to me and they're like, what does pilot mean? No one's ever heard that. It's like the pilot episode of a show. Exactly. I, I was I was a little confused by that, but maybe that was just an odd occurrence. Hmm. Why well, are you making that face? Uh, no, I'm just looking over here. Oh, like the yeah. lines going up and down? It's fun to look at the lines going <laughs> up and down. You know what's funny? When I was editing the first one, I could like look and see who was talking based on just like looking at the lines. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, okay, was mine like loudest or what? No, yours wasn't. What were the differences? There was a, there was a bunch of weird differences and I cut out a lot of because we each had our own like little issue that we had. Wait, can we talk about it? Uh, we should talk about that before we put her in here yeah, i guess we made a group chat just so we can like talk about the pod or whatever and what did you bring up you brought up like i oh. love hearing my like deep breathing for <laughs> no i always i always go whenever i start talking oh, i go like smack yeah I, I do a little lip smack so th- what that looks like on my end is it's just like a little line it's just one line that's just like <laughs> it's just out of the blue and then maddie's maddie's would always be the quietest every time no yeah that's crazy yeah <laughs> yours would just like spike a bunch because you'd be laughing or something <laughs> and that's yeah so that's that's exactly what it looks like right there <laughs> But what's crazy is half the school is gone. Crazy, I know. For the March for Life, yeah, which we all had an experience with. That I think we'd like to share. Many of you have probably already heard our, this is horrible to say, but horror stories of the March for Life. Such a great experience. It's not a horse. They're not horror stories. How would you How, how would you know about the experience? It, well, it, we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything, but Maddie... Kind of explain. I wouldn't say last year's March for Life was a horror story. I would more classify it as a learning experience. Jace, would you agree? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a learning experience for me. I think a lot of us, specifically um, seniors, learned a lot on our junior March for Life trip. And I think we should get into that this week since it is the March for Your Life week. Olivia, I think you should start because I I love your part of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, hold on. Before we get into that, we do have to do a quick shout out. We have relocated the podcast. Yes, we're in the hack room now we're in the hacker room now in our uh high school and we did have to ask permission from father smith
Smith and he said yes and as long as you give me a shout out so shout out Father Smith thank you for your support <laughs> thank you for supporting the podcast we hope you're subscribed <laughs> <laughs> okay you want me to start yeah your side of the story is funny last year the march for life was how do i put it there was like new restrictions because of covid so this was the first march for life where people were now like able to come back we were we were able to travel like and like go into restaurants and like actually go to washington dc for the event yeah because we had the we had the year prior we had the bismarck one i completely forgot about that that was an interesting it was the bismarck one and then also the year before that were we freshmen that that's when no one got to go no one got to go freshmen got to sign up and like hand in the first check and then we got told that the bus is full and we can't go anymore so that was kind of a bummer but anyways and um, i think that was the year that no one ended up going because that would have been right around covid yeah, time right. too it was that year. yeah so anyways this was the first march of her life um since covid so everyone had to get tested before going on the trip you're bringing up all these memories i, I forgot about I think, the, this part I think too the story starts way before that i really? think it's, the story starts about a week and a half before that at least for me and Liv. so i get home from school one day and my mom tells me that literally every single one of my family members has covid and i start freaking out because i want to go on this trip but you have to have a negative covid test to be able to get on the bus for the march for life so what do i do i call Liv, and then within a matter of 20 minutes we decided that for the week leading up to the march for life i would be living at her house so it would prevent me from getting covid so therefore i could go on the trip so then i wouldn't be going without maddie let's just i want you guys to keep that in mind because liv said that she would not go on the trip if i couldn't go with her yeah so (laughs) that just again keep that in mind that's a big part of it so anyways maddie's living at my house for about a week We then are at school one day, and that's the day when everyone is going to have to go get tested. So, I'm drawing a blank, hold on. And then it was like, you, me, Reese, Ava got in a car. Oh, right, right, yeah. So then, um, I was driving, we all got into my car. Uh, Reese, Ava, you, me, was someone else in there? Anna, like, Abby? Um, anyways, so, we go through that little thing, whatever, the tunnel, and you get tested. That was a fun experience. It was a fun experience, actually. Um, I had a full car of people. I had Miguel, I miss Miguel. Wait, who was in your car? was you i had like thomas hunter miguel ian i really don't remember i guess because I, I completely forgot that we even got tested you bring up new memories for me i just remember ava was like really freaking out because i think it was the first time she was getting tested for covid yeah our car was like basically in tears on the way there because we were wow. so scared <laughs> see i think we were like jamming out to music and having a good time like we were we were thriving <laughs> thriving and jiving yeah. and we were like laughing at the other car because we were just like all right everyone fla-. getting a swab up their yeah nose. we're yeah. just watching people get a swab and we we're just like yeah that's that's gonna be us in the in two cars here yeah so i will say starting that day this is a big part of the story i started to get a little bit of a scratchy throat um i didn't feel like it was really anything so i just went along with everyone else and we went to go get tested uh came back negative so i was like okay perfect i don't have covid so maddie and i were just chilling at my house for that week and then about two days before i really started feeling like pretty sick not horrible where like i couldn't like get out of bed but like you know the throat aches whatever it gets to be i don't know if i'm skipping something but on my point of view it got to be the night before we leave at what was it like 5 a.m to get on this bus for how many hours 24 hours 24 hours on this bus with like every seat full not a lot of moving room uh you guys would know it more than i would it was the winter coats the backpacks the pillows the blankets and then on top of all that no phones which was okay it was okay right anyways it was the night before and i get home 
and I'm miserable. I am like sicker than a dog. It's horrible. Maddie and I decided to go to Walmart and stock up on meds. Like I was just going to bring this huge medicine bag and just like constantly be on like meds the whole time. Like that sounds like a great experience <laughs> oh for a long bus ride. Oh yeah. Just and don't med it up no, out of your mind. But it was like the NyQuil day kill, whatever. So we got the meds. We go back to my house. Mind you, we're getting up early in the morning. I go to bed. I cannot sleep that night. I'm so sick. It's horrible. Never once in my head was it like a, I'm not going to go. It was, okay, I will be miserable on this trip. I'm getting up. I'm packed. Let's go. Maddie and I are up at 4 a.m. We're going to the school. I, why do I remember picking you up at your house? Did we have to stop at your house or something? Yeah. I don't know what it was, but I really felt it when we were in your driveway and I was just like, this is really not enjoyable for me. That's terrible. Not until like later did I know that any of this was going on for you. When I saw her that morning, I just like looked at her and I knew something was wrong. I knew she wasn't feeling good. It was like the swollen eyes, like her mouth was like open. She was mouth breathing because she didn't feel good and she was about to get on the bus and go on a, like a, a week-long trip so I like had a feeling but we were still super excited we really wanted to go like we were set on going we're in Maddie's driveway I'm feeling miserable we drive to the school which is like 20 second drive and we pull up Don't tell them where it is. it's still dark outside cold we've got all our stuff and we walk inside and it's just like okay these are the people that I'll be spending a week with this is good this is good this will be great I was excited I really was we get on the bus I will say I think someone said something thing about the bus so spacious there we got this nice bus this year you're gonna have all this room perfect great love that i get on the bus i sit down i've got my big coat i've got my big my like everything of course maddie and i are bus buddies we're gonna be sitting next to each other i have the aisle seat i sit down immediately i cannot breathe I cannot speak. I cannot open my eyes. I cannot move in the chair. And I immediately was like, I'm sitting here for 24 hours. Are you serious? I'm going to be sleeping here. That's just game over at that point. It, honestly, it was game over. But I told myself, you know what? Once we get going on this bus, like, it'll be fine. I need to have, like, my meds kick in, whatever. Maddie, I want you to tell this part of it. Like, the drive down. <laughs> okay, so the trip starts. We depart from the school. It's still dark outside for, like, a few more hours. <laughs> And what do I do? Next to my best friend, I, of course, put in my headphones. I'm out. I sleep until you, like, start seeing the billboards at Bismarck. Everyone knows what I'm talking about, right? Just outside of Bismarck. I am passed out. I was so tired. And then I just get, like, a jabbing sensation in my, like, left shoulder blade. I want you to know I'm getting chills <laughs> thinking about this story because I feel so bad. But keep going. <laughs> so this jabbing in my left shoulder blade. I don't lift my head up. Liv does it again. She's jabbing at me. <laughs> So I then lift up my head. I take one AirPod out. I just see Liv crying. And it wasn't, it was not a cry. It was a sob. Eyes are puffy. Like they have been for the past 24 hours. And I get a, Maddie, I'm so sorry. I have to go home. I'm so sick. I don't know why I got on the bus. This is miserable. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I can't breathe. I can't swallow. I was in shock. I put my head back down. I didn't say anything. First of all, I don't want to make it sound like I don't have any friends because I have a lot of great friends at this school. I'm very thankful. <laughs> but if you know me and Liv, you know that she is my best friend and I needed her to go on this trip with me. I needed her to go on this trip with me. So then we get to the, then, okay, then we get to the cathedral. 
Liv and Mrs. Berger, shout out Mrs. Berger, are talking outside the bus. Everyone else goes in the church, me included. And then on our way into the actual like mass, I look outside the big doors and on the steps into the cathedral, I see my best friend, Liv Jeffrey, standing there with all of her maids packed, her neck pillow, her winter coat, her blanket. She was leaving. So what do I do? I text her. I go, are you going home? She said a long paragraph. I read the, yeah, I'm so sorry, and I clicked out of it. <laughs> I was so mad. So, Liv, if you would like to explain to us what happened there. That's you guys are, so you, crazy. I know, I'm so sorry. You guys definitely heard that part of the story, and you're like, she's insane. She's so mean. Don't, like, don't feel bad, though. Like, obviously, you were sick. It was game over at that point. Like, I would not, I would have, I wouldn't have No, gone I know, in. but I just think of myself in Maddie's shoes, and I know if I, not that the people in the March for Life were bad people. It was literally our class and like I felt bad for Maddie but like selfishly I also really wanted to go on the march like it was something I really looked forward to for like a couple years even before that I think people think it was like a I miss my mommy type situation but I genuinely was just so sick so I was sad I wasn't gonna get to go <laughs> and then uh oh I'll like say my perspective on that whole thing so Maddie falls asleep this is I'm just gonna be laughing a little bit I'm sorry <laughs> Maddie falls asleep. I'm still sitting there, eyes wide open. And she's got her AirPods in. And I like, I'm not even feeling well enough to just sit there and put my AirPods in and listen to music. And that was like the one hour we would get our phones or like until Fargo or something like that. I couldn't even do it. So of course my head starts racing. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So then I text my mom and I kind of let her know that like, I'm not feeling good. And what do I do type thing? And of course the parents respond, well, what do you want to do? I hate that response oh i know i'm just like you need to tell me what you think i should do and it was like well what do you feel i'm feeling a lot of things right now i'm not in the right mindset to make this decision i then call her like whispering on the phone on the bus it's like my phone's right next to my ear and i'm just like oh. so i'm like not feeling good at all we're gonna get off at bismarck to go to mass do you think i should leave from there and it's like one of those kind of things and i then made the decision that unfortunately i would have to get off the bus and my mom did ring up she's like well what about matt what is maddie gonna do and i'm like yeah i know but like selfishly i just couldn't that's when i wake maddie up <laughs> And by the way, this whole time I'm like on the phone with my mom, Ava Eustead. God, I love that girl. She, she is also like, how do I put it? You gotta explain it. Ava was scared to go on the march. Ava, we love you. But as soon as Ava realized that like there was a opportunity, like an opportunity for her to get off the bus and go back home, you could see in her eyes she wanted to leave with Liv. And it was hilarious. But she stuck it out. So good job, Ava. Yeah, shout out to Ava. That was like really brave of her and like she's great so anyways i just remember her like looking at me just like wow i should maybe go home too <laughs> so yeah i call my mom i wake maddie up no words spoken honestly i'm so thankful she did that because you could have probably chosen some choice words at me and like friendship maybe would have like been rocky for a little bit i was then crying up until bismarck obviously i text mrs burger no no no. before i text mrs burger mrs burger's at like in like the front of the bus we're like the middle gosh i love mrs burger she looks like up and behind her and she like like smiles and waves to me because I like made eye contact with her but I was just thinking in my head like I need to tell Miss Burger I need to get off the bus and I felt so bad so then I texted her when she was in the front of the bus and 
I was like, is this burger? I need to talk to you when we stop, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, we end up stopping. We get off at the chapel. I pull her aside. Miss Turtle's there too. And I'm like, I think I need to get off. I'm crying, of course. And they're like, you know, smart decision, you know, not get everyone else sick, which spoiler alert, people then got sick on the march. Yeah. And then I had my aunt pick me up and I went to go chill at their house for a couple hours until my dad drove to Bismarck to get me. And that's how my story went. Oh, and then I went home and cried some more. I have some funny pictures that maybe one day I'll insert in. Anyways. This is all our one. Keep in mind, this is just <laughs> one hour of a 24-hour trip. And that's that's not even including the 24 hours back or the whole week that we were there. Yeah. That's just the first hour. <laughs> we had barely left the time zone that we live in. And that was Liv's beginning, middle, and end of her March <laughs> life. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so after the mass at Bismarck, we get on the bus and seminarian Ryan Martier, he comes and sits by me and he was doing this out of the goodness of his heart, but he comes up to me, gives me a hug, immediately I feel the tears and I'm not a crier, but I was scared because Liv wasn't on the bus anymore. So he gives me a hug and he goes, you know, it was really hard for Liv to do that, but it was meant to happen. Maybe she just wasn't called by God to go on the march. And he was like, don't worry, I'll be your friend. <laughs> And then a single tear just drips down my face. And not that we don't love Ryan. No, oh, we love Ryan. We love Ryan. That's that's so nice of him to do. No, it is. But I'm sure for Maddie, it was just hearing the words out loud that Liv will not be on this trip that I think she just broke down. Yeah, that is when like it set in for me that it was real. And then we had our phones until Fargo. Liv texted me a few times apologizing, but I couldn't respond. I didn't have it in me to respond. No hate though, Liv. No, I get it's fine. It. It's fine. I could say my perspective from this, since you guys have given yours. Um, like I said, I didn't really know what was going on with Liv at the time. I don't even think I knew that she left right away. I think I heard from like another person. I wasn't even that close to you. I was a few rows back, maybe, on the opposite side. I'd, I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, wait, why isn't Olivia here? Like, I, I realized that, like, 30 minutes later of, like, because I'm just, I'm just sitting there. I, I think I was sitting next to Hunter at that time. My memory is so bad from this. Yeah, but, it was you and Hunter together. Yeah. I got a lot of that. I got a, where, a lot of, where's Liv? Yeah. As I was, like, holding back the tears of her not being here. Thanks, guys, for thinking of me. <laughs> I, I noticed you were gone. Don't worry. Thank you. But further along the road, we, we better get the, get this moving. We're still yeah. an hour one. <laughs> further along the road, I don't think I slept a single minute during that entire trip i think i was just sitting there awake and i remember in chicago i was awake chicago and i was, was big. yeah it was, it was it was big and i'm just like looking around everyone's asleep and then i see two people make eye contact with each other and i look over at them and then they i think they see me and i'm just like yep i'm awake too yeah it was like such a bonding experience because i'm one of those people you're talking about yeah i right? know it was, it was you it was you and rachel wasn't it yeah 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 so i think me and jace were big on the victims of not sleeping because as soon as my best friend got off the bus I had the mindset of I'm just gonna take a ton of melatonin so I can just sleep away the 24-hour bus ride well it had a reverse effect and I in fact did not sleep the entire time I also couldn't eat because my stomach hurt so bad <laughs> but that's okay it was a lesson learned but during those trips I, I feel like I never sleep but I feel the most well-rested that I've ever felt in my life the first night we got there I woke up at three or two o'clock in the morning our clock was fast in our room so we thought it was a lot later than it was, and I was going to go for a run. Turns out it's 3 a.m. I'm running on the treadmill at 3 a.m. in the morning. That's the most and, Jace Cooper thing I've ever and then, heard. And then I just stay up the rest of the morning. It was like me and Ian woke up, and we were like singing. What we were, time did you go to bed? Uh, I don't remember if I even did. I think I just lay there for a little bit. because During the night, we were just singing. 
we had, we had our little karaoke party. We were like, the ring of fire, the ring of fire. <laughs> and it, it, it was so funny. And we had a, like a, a bunch of the guys over in our room because Miguel and Denzel were in a different room than us. So we had them over. And the whole room situation, that got messed up a little bit later. But you guys can talk about, or uh, I guess Liv can't talk about her story anymore. Liv wouldn't know the Guys, I'm out from here. But, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, Liv's done out from here. But Maddie, you can talk about your ride down there before we get into the actual yeah, okay. week. So rest of the ride, I, so my bus buddy left. So I then had two seats to myself. I was sitting sideways. I had those two seats and I made sure of it because if there was one thing that I was going to get on that ride, it was sleep, which I didn't get. (laughs) But later on, Destiny Jordy did join me and that was good. Thank you, Destiny, for being a great bus buddy. And then me and Destiny also were hotel room buddies. So we each got our own bed, which was good. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) Because Liv did tap out, so I got my own bed at least, so that was good. Sick people are the best when it comes to rooms. Let me tell you, because little thing that happened, a lot more people got sick than just Liv. I when we got everyone got sick. When we got there, we had a few, a little bit of a situation. We had um, a bunch of people down and out. Hunter ended up being down out. Hunter is a funny story, though, because I was with Hunter the entire time in the march. He was my bestie during the march. I was sitting next to him. We ate some interesting foods, for sure. I no, think... you got to tell us what those foods are, Okay, this part of the story gets me. We went to D.C. Dogs. No. Right? Wait, what day was this? This? It was, oh. like, day one, day two. <sighs> it was, like, pretty good into the trip. It was, it was pretty good into the trip. Some time has passed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, some time has passed by this point. Because the, fir- the first night was the night that we were having, we were having fun and... That, that was good. Uh, this was a li- little later on. But we went to DC Dogs, Burgers and Fries, right? We, ha- we were having yeah. a, a good old time. I just want to say that that name alone should have been the biggest red yeah. flag for you guys. But it was it was a nice place, you know. It didn't look that bad, and like I I was I w- wanted to go there because it was either that or like Subway. And who wants to go to a Subway when you're in DC, you know? I mean that's true. That's and true. we'd had gone to so many Subways. I'm like I'm kind of Subwayed out, so I had like French fries with cheese and bacon on them, and uh, grilled cheese uh with bacon or something it was it was yummy stuff here's what i want to know what did hunter have though i think hunter had like the same thing as me so i don't know how i didn't get sick i'm just built different i guess i heard hunter had a dc dog i i thought he chowed down on a hot dog no i think he had the same thing as me but later we went all the guys um it was a great time we went this like german place i think and we had we're having food there Hunter's sitting over in the corner on the opposite end of the table from me. And he is just white. Completely, like, no color in his face anymore. Hunter is down and out for the count. And I'm looking over and I'm like, you're good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine. Later, he goes in the bathroom. He's gone for a solid, like, 10 minutes. So I'm like, I better go check on the man. Such a nice friend, by the way, Jace. I go over to the bathroom. The door is uh, closed. I knock on the door. I open it. It's unlocked. He's just down on the bathroom floor, face down in the no bath the bathroom floor. And he's like, I remember asking him after, and he's like, it, it was cold. It was nice. Oh my goodness, he must have been down. He Wait, was down. But I get that feeling. The bathroom out. floor when you're sick, I do have to add is like. But this is a this is a public bathroom, I must say. Yeah, like a German restaurant. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It was a little nasty. But we're walking out then. Um, Joel Emter, Hazel's dad, goes to get him some medicine because he's not feeling good. We're walking out because he gets back and Hunter can't swallow pills, so he he didn't have the medicine. 
but we're walking out and he's like stumbling he looks drunk which is really funny because it's just this kid and a bunch of priests and he's looking like he's on a pilgrimage yeah on, <laughs> on a pilgrimage looking like he's drunk he threw up on the sidewalk a couple times and we were walking to a church to go sit in adoration and do confession for that night i don't think he would have made it through that i think he would have been thrown up in the back of the church and when we got there i'm like wait where's hunter it's the same thing with live i'm like where's live but now it's where's hunter mm-hmm. so i'm like going i go check the bathroom again i don't see him and then i ask and then someone hears me and they're like oh hunter went back to the hotel and let's talk about the bathroom situation it was like i think it was the oldest catholic church in america right it was like founded by george washington yeah it was <laughs> it was it was an old, wow, old building. this wow. bathroom this singular bathroom in this church was probably three foot by three foot with a toilet and a sink and that's it and there was a line down the hallway through the altar like it was a long line and everyone thought hunter was the one in there holding it up so were you at this mass and confession and adoration with like all the other schools or was it just your school yeah it was it was packed in there so yeah hunter's gone and i'm like oh where is he and he took an uber ride with mrs turtle back to the hotel and i'm like that is so funny. What a situation. Imagine he throws up in an Uber car. That's a, that's not a fun situation to be in. But then night after Hunter's gone, it's normal. I mean, the confession was a little bit weird because they had like, they were blasting music and I like go up to confession. It's like where the choir would sing. And I'm like, just like sitting in a uh, pew behind Father Smith because it would look, it was like, normally I face the priest in that situation, but it's weird to do when I'm, I like have to sit next to him and then like lean over and look at him. That would be so awkward. Yeah. This was a very um, different experience. There was so many priests and just like people in there and students. And what was the deal with the confession? It was like the confession that erased you all your time from purgatory. Or what was that, Jace? Because I think I thought there was a circumstance where if you had gone to mass like the previous like five days and then if you were on a pilgrimage and if you were like... Yeah, that that, that is a thing. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so we were at that. So the reason why that is like relevant to the story is because we were there for probably like two and a half hours yeah it was was midnight it was a long time so hunter would have been down bad in the church if he stayed and by the time we got back this is when the rooms got crazy because we couldn't go back to be in hunter's room none of us wanted to get sick so we took mrs ellercamp's room and she went to like a different room so we were just sitting in her room thank thank you sick people we got our phones for that night so so we had a great time. We we didn't use our phones. We didn't we didn't use our phones. We, a, we weren't supposed to. We were just supposed to use them as emergency. It was an emergency so, only. So we, we we didn't use our phones. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I very much was on the phone. No, but shout out yeah, to Rachel good. Bodinger too because she was sick. She had to stay behind that day. So I'm sorry, Rachel, but. We did, in fact, get our phones because of you, so thank you. And then when it comes to the actual march, now we have a bunch of people down and out for the march. Mrs. Berger, God bless her soul, doesn't even get to go on the march because she's taking care of all these sick kids. Yeah, I felt really bad for the people that couldn't go marching that day because everyone was really anticipating that, I know. During the actual march, that was insanity too. Jace, I've never seen something like that before. Yeah. That that was insane. (laughs) It was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was insane. This might be a rumor, but I heard that there was like, what, 50,000 people there that day? Yeah, there was a lot of people. I've never seen that many people before. I'm going to be quite honest. I heard it was a pretty fast-paced type thing, and you had to like hold on to people the whole time. It probably wasn't like going to be good for me. I just, it would have been a little rough. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. It was a situation where you would think that I would be able to stay with the group. I did not stay with the group. I was all the way 
way in the back. I lost sight of literally everyone because it was like, I think it was me and Thomas. Thomas like gets in front and then he just leaves. So then it's just me in the back full of just like, I'm just chilling with the people in the way back of the crowd. So I, I'm like seeing all these like anti-protesters and stuff. And like, I'm just like walking past him. Jace, that's crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to lose them. I better start booking it. So I like take, I take, I'm taking the back roads. I'm taking, I'm taking cutting corners and like, I finally, I get up and I finally reach, I finally see, I think it was Ryan holding the sign. And I'm like, oh, there he is. I finally get caught back up with the group. No, I don't think anyone was like, oh, where's Jace? Because the, no one said anything to me by the time I got back. We are like behind the Capitol building. I think that's where we ended, right? Yeah. And we're, we're behind there. Right when I got back, it's just like, hey, Jace, can you take a picture of us? I'm like... Uh, yeah sure I, I got you i just like ran like a couple blocks to get back here but it, it's fine whatever and i don't think anyone questioned me after that yeah i'm not gonna lie i didn't know that you were in the way back i in fact had the opposite experience me jenna johnson and faith schweitzer and ethier we linked arms and we were running to try to keep up with our like school's flag and we were in the at least the first quarter of the entire march the entire way so i didn't know what was it like in the back could you like know what was going on what a lot of it was was i just got cut off multiple times and then it was just like a few like like stragglers in the back like there's like no groups it was just like kind of people just like walking in the back for fun but at that time there was like a lot of anti-protesters in the back too so i was like hearing like people shouting on like microphone they had like microphones and stuff and speakers set up and then i just like hearing people argue i'm like this is kind of funny <laughs> that's crazy yeah where i was there was like it was like a mosh pit as at a concert you had to like make sure your shoes were tied tight otherwise they were gonna get left behind there was like no hope <laughs> yeah that's how i got pushed all the way in the back yeah fair enough olivia what's your favorite memory from the march Gosh, I had so many. Uh, <laughs> honestly, figuring out what to pack was really fun for me. <laughs> like uh, putting together like, hey, I'll wear this on Monday. I'll wear this snacks. on the bus. Oh, yeah. Snacks was fun for us. Maddie and I took a gas station trip. Um, yeah, that was probably my favorite part. What about you guys? What was your favorite part? That's crazy that was your favorite part because I don't even remember packing. But my favorite part was definitely when we got so, so we were separated into two different groups. It was like the girls and the guys and the girls went to like it was what even was this place we were at like a grotto yeah it was like there was like this grotto in the mountains or like in a mountain thing and they were uh getting like a tour of that with or whatever they were doing i don't even know i wasn't part of that group but the guys us cool guys we went and hiked up this mountain it was a situation where it was like the priests that were like yeah let's keep going we, we got time we got time even ryan he, he was like guys we should probably not go all the way up but the rest of the priests were like yeah we can keep going we'll make it people are like falling down left and right it's like snowy and there's like this kid that like ripped his pants like oh oh <laughs> going up the hill Me. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and he's like bleeding and stuff i'm like oh my lord this is this is a dangerous place. So I take it you weren't following a trail. Uh, it was like sort of a trail. Like you could tell that the trail was there, but right. it was like filled with snow. Yeah. But we get up and no, it's just like it's winter during all this. Yeah, it's winter. It was during very this, cold during this the whole time. I keep remembering things now. It's just coming back to me in flashes. But we get to the top of this mountain. Mountain. Yeah, I have to put in quotes because it wasn't. We like look over the edge and that's like where the bus is. We can see the bus and we're looking at the time. We're like, we're not going to be able to make it down at the same in time. So some kids are like, why don't we just slide down? Some of the priests were like, yeah, we could do that. Why don't we do that? And then I think it was Father Smith that's like, no, we're not doing that. Or like someone else was like, no, we're not doing this. 
So we did not do that. And I'm like, well, I haven't ran today. I was planning on running every single day. And I'm like, <laughs> I haven't ran today. So I'm like, oh, anyone want to run down with me? Ian runs down with me. So we're, I'm like cruising down this mountain. And I'm like seeing people and they're like, be careful. It's slippery. I know what I'm doing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but we're like running down. I beat Ian down to the bottom. And we get to the bus before the girls are even back. And we were there like five minutes early. That's we were, so not true. No, we were the first ones. No, me and Ian were the first ones to the bus. Why was I hearing so many things then about Ryan being lost? If you guys because no, because the guys were all, all the other guys were up at the top still, but oh, Ian yeah. and I had ran down, and oh. Ian and I are just sitting down there waiting for everyone to get back. So we were the first ones to the bus. We were there like five minutes early. We were on time, and then we're like, these guys are not making it back down this hill, and it was. That was the case. They did not make it down, and people got chewed out. It was it was it was a funny time. Yeah, let's just say Mrs. Ellerkamp was not happy at Ryan. No, and it shouldn't even it shouldn't even been Ryan because it was like the priest, the whole priest group as a whole. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think he got he got a lot of blame for no for no reason on that entire thing. Yeah, he did. That was terrible. And another thing that I completely forgot about. We took some pretty gas photos. I'll, I'll put those on the YouTube because they deserve to be there. But we took some gas photos. <laughs> it was It was Wait, if you're Carter Thomas photos, and I. Should I insert a picture of me crying in my room? For YouTube? Yeah. Okay, I'll send it to you. So <laughs> if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple, you better also go over to YouTube to see the pictures and drop a like and comment. Yes, of and, course. And drop a five-star review. <laughs> yes, of course. Please. Like, I just want to say my perspective on the bus waiting for our, like all of the guys to come back down the hill was all the teachers were mad and everyone was tired and hungry. And then when the guys finally got there, they were sweaty and like, do you know that like oh my winter yeah. sweat snow? Yeah, yeah, it was not a great day. My bad. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Maddie, can you tell us your favorite part of the march? My favorite part by far was the basilica. It was like the national shrine, something like that. Yeah. I don't know if anyone listening has ever been there, but I'm just telling you, you gotta go. It was like one of the biggest buildings I've ever been in. That was like the one with all the all the chapels inside of it for the different like dedications to Mary. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. insane. I've, I've never had such a moving experience as I experienced the day of just like walk, walking through the shrine. There was like, how many chapels do you think were in there? I think it was like... 73 it was it was something like that a crazy amount and it took like 100 years to build and i think we it was like newly finished when we went because that dome was just huge and it was the whole thing was a gigantic building yeah i wish we could have spent more time in there and yeah when we were there i went down into the gift shop and i got my bestie live a little rosary since she couldn't join us there so oh. yeah i thought that that was nice i, I didn't really appreciate that it was very pretty thank you maddie yeah you're welcome. the only thing i got in dc i just had a hat that's like literally all i have <laughs> i didn't get anything there you did take some fire instagram pictures yeah, yeah. My, my pointing pictures those will also be up on the youtube i'll put those on there <laughs> yeah, you should insert those. i don't even remember where this originated i just like started taking pictures and pointing at things so i just did it the entire time i think we were just like walking on the streets and i was just like pointing at something and the saint mary's girl like walked over and like pointed too <laughs> and i'm like that's funny that's funny well i think that is time that's the bell that's that is the bell that's the bell um also we were gonna quick give a shout out uh to Addie Karski's mom. She came up to us at a basketball game and gave us a little compliment on the pod. So shout out. Yes, thank you, Mrs. Karski, and to everyone else who not only watched but enjoyed the podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Adios. Bye. See ya.